Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Limit Breakdown, where we break down the latest in movies, TV, and everything going on in entertainment. Today we're doing a little bit of a change of pace. We're actually going to be covering our first video game. Video game series. Yeah. Coming next. In light of uh, of the uh, new HBO show, Last of Us, that's got that's been announced for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought we would uh, cover the uh, game that it's based on. So this is uh, The Last of Us Part 1 officially. Uh, officially. So yeah, so stay tuned after the uh, intro and uh, we'll kick in into our first video game review for The Last of Us Part 1. everybody welcome to our breakdown of the last of us part one video game so as mick said earlier this is going to be our review of the the part one video game that's that is the original basis of the tv show that's going to be coming out next year in 2023 as usual what did you think um well let's start off by giving a, a recap of the story before we give into our thoughts so the whole basis for The Last of Us is a post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this fungus that takes over. It's a nice little twist on the uh, the general zombie formula, but it's yeah. a fungus uh, cordyceps, which is based on a real-life thing. If you don't believe me, Google it. It's absolutely terrifying. But, um, but yeah, this uh, cordyceps fungus on steroids takes over the world, starts affecting people's brain, causing uh, massive amounts of violence and basically a whole zombie apocalypse situation. Mm-hmm. Um, story kicks off a couple days after the initial outbreak with the protagonist, Joel. Um, it kind of culminates with his uh, neighbors getting infected and mm-hmm. attacking them. He tries to evacuate with his daughter. Um, and he tries to go meet up with his brother who lives somewhere in that town. I, I don't remember if they specified exactly where it was that they were when they started. But, um, you know, it's typical uh, small town USA. And um, people are, are fleeing for their lives. There's explosions and fires and everything going on. And um, and uh, they, uh, they manage to get to a place where they see some soldiers. And they think, oh, you know, the military's coming in to uh, help us and unfortunately for them this was actually a cleanup crew Mm -hmm. and they had been ordered to basically execute everyone that was infected which basically meant that they weren't going to ask any questions yeah um uh joel's daughter ended up being the first casualty of the game as she Mm -hmm. was uh shot by uh, one of these soldiers joel uh survived barely because his brother came in and killed a soldier right Mm -hmm. before he could kill joel um, so fast forward sometime into the future, um, everybody is down to survival mode and you meet and we come to meet our Gover- governments fallen down, yeah. factions have come up, regencies and come up, things like that. Yeah, there are, there are, the cities are now under martial law being controlled by the military in certain parts, being controlled by other, uh, paramilitary groups in other mm-hmm. parts. And, you know, Joel for the most part had, and his brother have kind of been getting by as, you know, kind of doing whatever they can, uh, smuggling things. And and uh, because of their uh, reputation as well-known smugglers, mm-hmm. they are contacted by a group of uh, paramilitary group known as the Fireflies. 
And so they they had a job that they were supposed to do that got botched. And uh, in order to make it up to the Fireflies, the leader of them asked them to uh, transport a, uh, a person um, to a medical facility. Mm-hmm. Now, none of this, you know, normally they, they wouldn't have... Uh, it wouldn't have been a big been a big deal, but they got stopped by some actual military forces and they got tested um, for infected. And that's when they discovered that Ellie, our other protagonist, mm-hmm. was actually infected and they were about to kill her uh, when she revealed that her wound was actually three weeks old, mm-hmm. which is yep. unheard of because at this point, two, it takes about two, two days, two days, three days for the for, for, the, for the infection to take over you and you become completely fungi. so the um the 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 point being is that she is possibly immune and the reason mm-hmm. that the uh, fireflies want her is because they are going to uh see if they can use her uh immunity to create a cure so now yep. it becomes a a mission to get this little girl over to the fireflies um the other side of the country on the other side of the country <laughs> yeah so um Joel and, and uh, Ellie go through quite an ordeal, and it all culminates at the hospital at the end of the game, um, where Joel finds out from the Fireflies that the uh, Cordyceps have infected her brain, and the only way to come up with um, with a vaccine is to uh, basically kill her and remove her brain, and uh, to create the vaccine to create the from vaccine her brain yeah, basically from basically the, from the proteins of her brain and in order to do that they obviously have to cut the brain out and at this point throughout the course of her journey uh, his journey with her they've been through so much that she's become basically a surrogate daughter for Joel yeah and Joel makes the decision at that point that even for the sake of humanity he's not going to sacrifice her yeah and so he kills the doctor that's uh, going to operate on her um, leaves the remaining fireflies in quite disarray, and the game ends with uh, Ellie waking up from a coma, uh, from a you know the the um, what do you call anesthesia? It? The anesthesia, um, and and he tells her a lie, saying that oh there were other people with the cure mm-hmm. they didn't need you, yeah. and uh, and the game kind of ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, so a lot of a lot of very a lot of emotions. A lot of emotions. This this story is uh, very powerful for me as an avid gamer. I feel like this was probably the best game of the PlayStation Three generation. Yeah. Um. It was towards the end of of the uh, PlayStation 3's life cycle. Um. It uh, also got remastered into a PlayStation Four and now remade into a PlayStation Five game. Um, and that's not something that you typically see with a game, especially considering the game came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the story is, is very powerful. Um, so before we get all in, into all the intricacies, let's start off with uh, your initial thoughts. So, as you said, um, I particularly play games for the stories. That's my one of my favorite, uh, favorite genres, right? So... I generally like store uh, games that have a heavy heavy story mode, um, single player mode. That's just my favorite. And this, by far, I would place in like my top five games of, of all time. All time yeah. For that reason. Yeah. Right. Um, right off the bat, you know, the opening scene, you already feel the connection of the father and the and the daughter, Joel and Sarah. And then in the opening scene, 
or in the opening few cha- uh, chapters, you know, technically the, uh, the first chapter, the yeah. first chapter, she dies, and you're like, what the hell? And she dies in his arm, and it's such yeah. an unexpected thing because you start off the game playing as the little girl. Yeah. So, you know, you're already, like, it's already kind of human nature to be protective of children yeah. and everything. And then, you know, they they use the, uh, the, the tool of having you play as the little girl mm-hmm. without really being able to defend yourself against these things. And then in that first chapter, and the way that she died was so tragic because they thought they were, they were fleeing they were, from terror. They yeah. thought they were, they thought they had finally gotten to a place where someone could help. Mm-hmm. And then she's executed, basically. Yeah. And that, and I was like, well, dang, this game's going to be insane. Mm. Um, moving forward, same thing. It kept that pace of, it had a cr- great storyline. And then you're like, okay, this is what I feel how this game is going to go. And then curveball this way. <laughs> Every time I'm like, this is what's going to happen, curveball this way. And I think that, and it wasn't in a bad or negative way mm-hmm. right so some, sometimes games will throw a story that's just like you're like that's unnecessary curveball mm-hmm. and this one i felt like it was really really well done um and every character that either died or had you know an alternative motive or something i was like it makes sense i i feel like the character work done for this particular game was what made the story so so compelling. Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot of time with a lot of different characters, but the time that you do get is mm-hmm. meaningful and substanti- substantial. Substantial, yeah. Um, and and uh, I'm I'm gonna be terrible with the names, but there's a there's a uh, a female companion that Joel has at the beginning of the game mm-hmm. that they've obviously worked together uh, through several yep. moments, and yep. you don't get a whole lot of chapters with her, but she pushes you to a certain point. And then you come to discover that she's been bitten. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the army's coming after you. And she basically does a one-man showdown against, against you know, a group of like 10, 15 guys. Yeah. And and gives you just enough time to get away. Um, the, the, I think Tess was her Tess, name. Tess. That's what Tess. It, that was her name. Yeah, Tess. So <laughs> she, was, she was a very... A very compelling character in yep. those few short chapters, and you can feel that connection. Like you mm-hmm. can feel Joel. But Joel and Tess had been working a mm-hmm. long time. You know, they knew each other. They knew how they react to different scenarios. They're like, okay, I see what's going on. Um, they work well together as a as a team. Mm-hmm. And then when that scene happens, you're like, dang man, already. So, so uh, yeah. this this game was uh, was created by uh, by a guy named Neil Druckmann. Mm-hmm. And um, you know he he has his fans for for the different work work that he's done, but I feel like this is one of his uh, crowning achievements. Just mm-hmm. the way that the story was weaved, um, and the for me it all hinged on that relationship between Joel mm-hmm. and and Ellie. Yeah, and you know they they go through through this little this this adventure of him trying to save her. You know, he's obviously, he obviously has that lingering regret over his daughter having died. Yeah. And, but, you know, it, all of this is, is so overwhelming. And, and I I never got the picture that Joel was a particularly noble character. No, like, not at all. He was, you know, he, the way that he was painted, he was, he was a guy that was in survival mode. Yeah. He, he did what he had to do. And and he, he had no regrets about it. There was a scene um, in the game 
where they're coming across some bandits and this guy jumps out of the car and goes, please help me stop. I'm hurt. And Mm -hmm. Joel just runs him down. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, Ellie is like, you killed that guy. Like you didn't, you didn't stop. He goes, he probably wasn't even hurt. Like he was probably just trying to get us to stop the car. Yeah. And Ellie goes, how do you know? How do you know that? He's like, because I've done stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it just kind of shows you the kind of world that they live in. Like, yeah. it's it's I, really survival of the fittest. I agree. Um, I, I, I do agree. You know, Joel was never painted as like the perfect being. You know, he does what he does to survive. And I think as the show or as the game progresses, um, there are certain characteristics of his that change. For example, at the beginning, he was very hesitant on befriending Ellie. Ellie. Mm-hmm. He was uh, more like, okay, I'm going to protect you as a daughter, but I'm not going to trust you to do anything. Like, you mm-hmm. do what I say, and you just stay back mm-hmm. as it, it progresses. And Ellie being the smart math that she is, which I loved. I think that <laughs> dynamic of her being just a, instead of, you know, I would have not liked it if she was just like a sissy, you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, help me type. Mm-hmm. I like the type of person she was, you know, yeah. very uh, smart ass type person. Yeah. As well, the I show mean, progresses. Yeah. I, I think you kind of have to be to grow up in that world too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't get a lot of, of, um, of her backstory until later on mm-hmm. um, in the game. But, you know, you can already tell that she is a product of this world. Yeah. She has been hardened and, and you know, she's wary of, of everyone. Um, one of the turning points for them was, you know, when they got to, uh, to uh, Joel's brother's camp. Yeah. And his brother had, man- you know, they had uh, made a camp close to uh, an electric plant. And they managed to build a town around it and have running water and electricity and almost somewhat of a normal mm-hmm. uh, society. And, you know, his brother had previously been a firefly. Yeah. So that's the whole reason why they went to him. Cause to, to get more information. To get more information and yeah. see how to get Ellie over to the fireflies because they thought that was, mm-hmm. you know, what, what needed to happen. And there's a very key scene where Ellie, uh, where Joel is basically trying to get his brother to take her the rest of the way mm-hmm. and him basically go back to, to where he had been mm-hmm. and Ellie's sitting there, you know, telling him, Hey, don't tell me that it's going to be all right. Don't tell mm-hmm. me that I'm going to be all right with you. When everyone that's ever been with me has, has either died. left me or died yeah. except yeah, for you. Them. Yeah. That was a very, very powerful scene. I was mm-hmm. like, ugh, ugh. this, <laughs> this game, this game and this series has a way of, of both positively and negatively reaching and grabbing that emotional response from and you. then twisting it <laughs> and uh, you know my there, heart and my tears were crying there there were so many so many key points in this game uh, at one point when you're when you're making your way through through the uh, through the winter on your on oh, your way man. to Seattle. Oh man, that went that whole chapter when mm. they're in the in the snow area in the winter mm. area. Um, specifically when, uh, when Joel gets, uh, when they're in the mall, mm-hmm. which I, I like the mall yeah. part, uh, Joel gets hurt and the whole winter Ellie has to take care of him. Yes. That entire, uh, chapter Sequence, I yeah. loved because mm-hmm. now you get to play for, uh, as Ellie, um, I think for the first time, mm-hmm. um, but fully 
And then just the way it's more of instead of going out and exploring, you kind yeah. of like you're kind of gathering, yeah. and kind of you know. It, I loved every bit of it, and then you meet those other two characters, yeah. as well. Um, it it was it was insane. It was awesome. Yeah. So they they had you they had gone to um, a university where the fireflies were supposed to be mm-hmm. at, and then they found out that they the fireflies were no longer there. They had left to a place in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they were no longer there. In the process, there were some bandits in the area. Joe gets into a fight and he falls off. I think like the second or third floor. It was the second one... floor of the mall. Yeah, and he so, gets yeah. like brutally, brutally injured. Yeah, he gets she... impaled. Yeah, things. So Ellie out. has to like drag him out, and she finds a spot to hide, yeah. and uh, he's like barely clinging on to life, and she's uh, you know scurrying, and then the guys that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they end up being cannibals, don't they? I'm pretty sure they were cannibals. Yes. yes. And yes, so yes, yes, at yes. first they, they kind of play the friendly face. They even help you fight a horde of infected. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then you come to find out that they were part of the bandit group that mm-hmm. attacked them at the university to begin with. Yeah. And so it, it's it's this whole thing. Um, you don't really see what's, what's happening with, with Ellie. Oh. One thing that I did thought think was was pretty boss was just she is surrounded by adults. She is, mm-hmm. you know, probably thinking she's gonna die. But this little girl is talking so much trash. I, I, oh, oh God. even even when she was so sick. So right after that, they they're like, yeah, there's a dude traveling with a little girl. It's you, and they capture her, and she's in jail. Instead of pleading for her life or making a bargain, mm-hmm. she's like, shove it up here. <laughs> and I was like, "Dang, she does not care. She's no. talking smack. That's tilt to the last of her breath." Yeah. So I I thought that was that dynamic was was hilarious. The um, the biggest thing for me is like I said, the emotional beats that this that this uh, game touches at, and then um, you know we could probably spend hours just talking about the intricacies of the game but for me it all boils down to the end when joel makes that decision and um you know it's one of those things where like you can think about it from a moral perspective or you can think of it from from the perspective of one of one man Mm -hmm. and it's like you know morally would sacrificing one girl for the sake of humanity but then you know, Joel at the same time is looking at it as like, yes, this could save my mankind or she could just die and it could all be for nothing. Mm-hmm. And to him, I think that that was not worth the risk. Like he was not willing to sacrifice her without knowing exactly what was going to come of it. Even if it did mean saving humanity, it would be without her. And I don't think that he could, I don't think that at that point he could really face that loss after everything that he had lost to that point and it's so rare in storytelling not just in video games but in in storytelling in general where you get such high stakes yeah where such where it's like like you look at that situation and like i mean he he killed the doctor he killed it's it's more of as a lose-lose situation and 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 then at the end of it you know he lies to her which she eventually finds out the truth, but, you know, he's got to deal with her survivor's guilt. And, and it, it's just, there's so, it's such a complicated decision on the surface. Um, 
And uh, I mean, it's an easy decision on the surface, but it's really so much more complicated than just, oh, I'm not going to sacrifice her because he literally gave up potentially finding a cure for humanity. Yeah. To save her. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that, I think that aspect is what, is why this game is rated to me in, in, in my top five. Like that, that, that last decision, you know, everything that happened before, fantastic. That last decision of, of him and the, the, how do I say the, um, you could see it, even though it's CGI, you can still see it in their face. Yeah, yeah. And you can feel it, you know, the way they do it. And I think they did a phenomenal job. The, the motion capture, uh, you know, even considering this was 2013, mm -hmm. the motion capture was able to capture the emotion and the feelings that the actors were portraying. Yeah. Like, it, it was just such, such good performances. And um, I give all credits to, uh, to uh, Neil Druckmann for... For writing such a fantastic story. And then also for... Like, it could have been very easy for him to write the stereotypical happy ending. They get mm -hmm. to the fireflies. They extract it. They extract it. Yeah. She gets a cure. Da-da-da-da-da. All this and that. But no. Yeah. Like, the, they didn't get that. It was no... Abs the, there was no resolution to that. And then it, it very much left it with no resolution to them. Because now... He lied to her. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah. it's it's just... It's a very dark ending to a very dark story. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But still, overall, I, I love that series. Uh, I love the game so much so. Well, people love the game that... Originally, the game was called The Last of Us. And it got so popular. It won uh, a it multitude... Won game, it won Game it won of the game Year. year um, a multitude of different other awards. Mm -hmm. um, and then sparked a sequel... Uh, the Last of Us Part Two, making The Last of Us, they re they they changed the name to officially be called The Last, Last of, of Us, Us Part, part One. One, um, which we'll do Part Two on a different day. Yeah. Um. But... Yeah. Originally, we had thought about doing combining and and reviewing both games, but I felt, uh, well, we both felt that each game merited its own conversation because, and I think the dynamic yeah. of the two games is very different mm -hmm. as well. So we can. We'll compare different times. But, um, but yeah, a kind of uh, winding down a little bit, I think for me, one of the main reasons this game, like you said, is is a, is a one of the top games I've, I've, I've ever played is that compelling story in any medium, whether it be movies, uh, TV, uh, books. Like, for me, this story still stands out. I recently replayed the game um, right before uh, Last of Us Part Two came out, mm -hmm. um, and even still, even though it's been so many years, like the gut punches are still just as vibrant. the The emotional beats is just the scariness of oh the... god, the clickers, the clickers. Yeah, we didn't, oh, we, we didn't even man. touch like the emotional baggage that this game is able to handle. <laughs> and then on top of that you throw in the survival horror aspect mm -hmm. of it the clickers are just absolutely like terrifying and it's like it's like a pirates of the caribbean uh oh. with the uh, davy jones mm -hmm. where his his people were like slowly becoming part of the ship and like mm -hmm. covered in fungus and all <laughs> that but now these fungi people are like are like uh 
you know, man-eating monsters and stuff. And, I mean, they, they had, you know, various different different types and stuff. Yeah, so it oh, was, man. It was insane. And then the craziest thing is that it's based on a real thing. Like Yeah, real, real fun. Right, once again, cordyceps. Terrifying. Not a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Uh, we want you want to wrap us up. Yeah. Um. Uh, overall, love the game. I if anyone has not played it still, I highly recommend playing it. Probably one of the best games out there. Um. Story's compelling. I actually even like the the gameplay. We didn't mention all that, but mm-hmm. even the gameplay itself. Sometimes the mechanics of the of a game can ruin it. Mm-hmm. But this has very smooth, very smooth mechanics. Um. That yeah. Really the the enjoy. the fighting mechanics on it were great. You know. Uh, uh, switching between weapons was pretty easy. Um, for the remake, actually, they some of the uh, changes that they made mm-hmm. for Last of Us Part Two, they, they, they retrofitted yeah. into into Part One to make the the experience a little bit smoother. So yeah, definitely, if if you've never played the game before, Last of Us Part One on on uh, PS Five or Xbox, definitely definitely worth the playthrough. I don't oh. think it's on Xbox. I think oh no! Yeah, it is. It is a, a PlayStation. It's a exclusive. PlayStation exclusive. Sorry, it is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah, PlayStation exclusive. I believe it is on PC though. It is. It is. It on is PC. Available on PC. So yeah. available on PlayStation and PC. Yeah. PS and PC. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, hope to see you guys next time. We're gonna have more content coming up soon. Catch us on all major podcast platforms. Peace out.